What's up, folks? Uh, my name Ken Liddell, and um, this is Nirvana Experience. This the second episode. You know, for those people who listen to the first episode, I appreciate y'all. If this y'all first time listening to the show, I appreciate it if you go back and listen to the first one. But uh, in that first episode, it was it was uh, not structured. It was everywhere. You know, I was really just going off the top of my head and just basically, you know, getting the feel of it. But um, from this show, from this episode going forward, I'm gonna have a little bit more structure to it. So this is how I'm gonna do it. For uh, a cell phone when I have guests, like it's still gonna be going the same way when I have guests, but like it's gonna show gonna be broke down in four parts. Uh, let the games begin. That's that's the news and uh, information about anything dealing with gaming, uh, current events that's dealing with anything dealing with news, whether it's political, um, entertainment, like anything dealing with like news and celebrity stuff. Um, the uh the main event that's the uh news and information and stuff dealing with the wrestling community and wrestling in general and i'm gonna always close the show out with a final thought like just like it's like basically me getting some of my chin just saying what's on my mind so um yeah um let's go on to get started uh with the uh, let the game begin all right so let this past wednesday uh what that was May 24th, uh, PlayStation had their showcase where they premiered like a whole bunch of independent games. They premiered uh, Spider-Man and stuff like that. But one of the ones I want to uh, talk about is Alan Wake 2. Uh, It came out in October on the 17th of this year, 2023. And I can't wait to play that game because from the way it looks, it puts you in the mind of the newest and latest uh, Resident Evil remakes because that's what it reminds you of. Uh, the first Alan Wake came out when I was in high school. I was, it was like 2010. I think I was like in the 11th grade when the first one came out. And I liked it then, and I'm currently playing the remastered version now. Um, uh, Remedy Entertainment, them the people who developing the game, they did an interview with Kotaku, and um, apparently they're not releasing the game uh, on Blu-ray. Uh, it's gonna be a digital only release, and I'm starting to notice. I'm starting to notice a, uh, a couple publishers and developers are starting to release games digital only. Um, but in Remedy case, they said they was releasing Alan Wake Two digital only to keep the game at the sixty dollar, well, you know, the fifty nine ninety nine price tag instead of the seventy nine ninety nine price tag that'll be it'll be if you released it on Blu-ray. So I'm all down for that. We need we need more we need we need more stuff like that because uh the e game starting to be sixty uh sixty nine ninety nine just for the like standard base edition is like man it's 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 that shit crazy cause like games always been in the fifty dollar range brand new but nowadays, I understand that the cost of games is going up. But uh, man, I don't, I ain't, I don't know. It, I be, I be skeptical on, on buying stuff nowadays. What buying games brand new? Um, unless it's something that I want, like the current uh, Street Fighter game, Street Fighter Six. That game for to come out uh next Friday on June second. 
I've been having that game pre-ordered for months, and I'm I'm ready to get to it. Um, NetherRealm Games, the people who made uh, the Mortal Kombat series and the Injustice series, they announced on Twitter a couple of days ago, on Twitter and social media, that they're releasing a stress test uh, for Mortal Kombat 1, the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, if you didn't know what a stress test was, it's basically like an online test is to test a uh, service for on uh, the online multiplayer. So it's going to be um, a stress test for... Oh, it ain't. I thought I thought they came out with a date, but they really didn't come out with a date. I forget. But you're gonna be going. It's you. It's gonna be only for one v one. So it's gonna be you versus another person online. And to even sign up for it, to even sign up for the stress test, you have to have a Warner Brothers account, WB account. And um, if you don't have one, just sign up for one. If you already have one, uh, go to the uh, Netherrealm or the uh, Warner Brothers page. It's a link you can click on to sign up for the stress test. Um, it's absolutely free. Uh, just because you sign up for it, don't mean you'll get in. It's just like a, it's just like you uh, trying to get an invitation, uh, trying to get invited into like a closed beta, even though it's not a beta. Um, like I said, it's it's, it's only to test the online, so it's gonna be you versus another person one on one. Um, it, it ain't no release date for it yet. They just announced that they're doing it, so I really don't know when they're doing it. So if you interested in that, you can get that done. Um. Capcom, uh, Capcom, the developers that make all of the Resident Evils, the Devil May Cry games, uh, what else does Capcom make? Uh, Street Fighter, all, all like that developer uh just released a trailer at the PlayStation uh, showcase, uh, showed a trailer for the Resident Evil Four remake VR. They showed just a little gameplay, uh, and I ain't even saying a lot. It's like. See me personally, I don't like the VR because every, like every, each time that I tried it, after I get through, I feel like dizzy and like like I can't I I can't explain it. But for those people who do like the VR for the PlayStation Two VR, um, they released a uh, some gameplay trailer. They uh, it's not it's not released yet, uh, and the game is currently in development. But from what from what they premiered at the event. That John look like it's gonna be fun. Uh, you got the knife in the hand and your pistol in the other hand, and it don't look it don't look bad. Like the graphics don't look bad at all. So, I thought about getting the VR just to just to play it because uh, since the uh, Resident Evil Four remake been released, uh, it came out in March twenty fourth of this year. Since that game been out, man, I beat that game about seven, eight times, and and there got all the achievements for for like except for like three, and that's only because I don't feel like looking for the treasures and stuff like that. But yeah, I ain't feel like I ain't, I ain't feel like doing all that. Um, for the people that play that had an OG PlayStation, you know, the original PlayStation one, who um played the Metal Gear Solid series, uh, I played I played all of them. Um, at the PlayStation Showcase, uh, Konami showed a trailer, a teaser trailer for Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, uh, which is a remake of the original Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. And the way Solid Snake looked in that game, man, I, I'm telling you, bro, I, I I can't wait to play it because Metal Gear Solid one of the favorite games I played on the original PlayStation to play this too. Um. I didn't play uh Metal Gear Rising Revengeance with like uh what's his name Raiden I I really didn't play that 
I bought it on PC and uh uh for some reason I don't it ain't it ain't the specs in my PC but just for some reason uh I think that game have optimization issues cuz it, it's hard for me to run it without it crashing all the time. So I really missed out on it when it came out on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 back in the day. But um the last thing I want to talk about from the PlayStation showcase is um PlayStation, they revealed their first official wireless earbuds. They they put you in the mind of the Samsung, uh, I forget what the Samsung earbud called, but they just like the Samsung earbud, and it was on the PlayStation. And they released something called Project Q. And it's supposed to be a hand, it's a, it's a handheld device, and you're supposed to be able to stream your games that you already have installed on your PlayStation 5 on that device over Wi-Fi. The issue I got with that, because you can already you you can already do that with uh remote play. So I don't understand why they just didn't go on and make that a full fledged uh, new handheld for PlayStation. I don't know, but man, it's it, it's basically remote play, and and that, and that's what I, I that's what I don't understand. So maybe when you know PlayStation decide to give us more information about, I tell y'all let y'all know. But um, yeah, that's that's it for the gaming news. Like that's it for the gaming news. So uh, with the current events, you know, bruh, I realize there's a lot of stuff. There's always something going on. So um, yesterday when I was reading, uh, doing my research to find out what's going on in the news, so I can have something to talk about on this podcast, I realized uh, I had came across an article about Target. And they said that Target lost nine million dollars in market value in a week because of um, the LGBTQ uh, clothing for the kids. So I, I I kept reading. So apparently Target had came out with a clothing line for for children and babies, bro. That's that's LGBTQ, and people had like started boycotting it and everything. It's some people that it's some sources say that. The reason why Target lost the nine billion dollars and um, market value is because of that. Uh, other re- other sources saying that uh, other um, mega retail corporations like Walmart and Best Buy and stuff like that has been having declining sales as well. So I really don't know what's really contributing to that, but uh, I know before uh, last week on Wednesday when they did they. Um, they earn this call and all that type of stuff. Target stock was at one hundred and sixty dollars a share, and they and they overall worth was like seventy four billion dollars. As of Thursday of this week, when they when they when they did it again and looked at the um, Target value again, uh, Target stocks went down to one hundred and forty one dollars seventy six cent, and. That left Target value at what sixty three or sixty five billion dollars. That's like a twelve percent drop, and that's what it. That's what that nine billion dollar loss in uh, capital come from. So, I don't know if it really came from uh that that boycott situation, but man, this stuff is getting out of hand with the with this LGBTQ stuff, bro. When it come down to babies, bro, just leave, just leave the babies alone. They're just, they're just my opinion. Just let baby wear baby clothes, Winnie the Pooh clothes, colorful clothes. Just let them like it. Don't babies don't need to be concerned with what they was born with. 
All right. Um. Uh, <coughs> in Florida, um, what's 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 his name? Uh, Ron DeSantis. He um, um, uh, what he is? Uh, he a governor, and he decided to um make his announcement to run for uh the 2024 presidential campaign um is he announced his uh his campaign last week on a tuesday or wednesday and i think he had like technical problems on on a twitter when he was announcing it and um before before then what's his name uh south carolina uh senator tim scott he uh entered the race monday but uh DeSantis, he um close to second uh he in second place behind Donald Trump to get their Republican seat to uh run for office next year. And um within hours of this man bro, within hours of this man announcing he finna try to run for the Republican seat uh to become president, he raised over eight million dollars. I think it was like eight point two or eight million three dollars or something like that for his campaign. And I'm like, bro, like how like how are you able to raise that money like that so fast? But you know, it's people donating to like you know how the president's campaign and election campaign people just donate to you. Um uh South Carolina Senator uh Tim Scott, he already had when he when he announced to, that he was running that Monday, they said that he already had twenty two million dollars to start his campaign. And I'm I'm like, bro. So those those are two people that's running for uh the Republican seat besides Donald Trump for the presidential uh, ca- uh campaign next year. Who else? It's it's one more person. I can't remember who it is. Uh man, I can't oh yeah. It's a it's a it's a governor from North Carolina uh North Dakota and his name Doug Burgum or something like that. And he he running for the Republican seat along with DeSantis and Tim Scott. And I watched I watched an interview with him on NBC this past week, and he was focused on like tech, the tech business and businesses recently. He ain't even he ain't even really go out to any other the other candidates and stuff like this. So it'll be cool it'll be it'll be cool to see what, how that turned out. But I don't I don't think nobody's taking that seat for Trump. I think he gonna hold it down, and uh, I think he gonna hold that down and uh be the representative for the Republicans next year. So um, there's a lot of scandals I've been reading about, but the one that stuck out to me uh, recently in Texas, uh, it's this dude named it's this uh, elected official Ken Pardon called for a piece of protest at the Capitol. He basically doing the same thing that that Trump did uh, back in 2021 on January 6th when he had all them folks to storm the uh, the Capitol building. And everything like that, but instead of them being violent, he wants them to be peaceful. Because um today, actually Saturday, uh May 27, 2023, um Texas is having a hearing to uh, impeach him because he was suspended uh, they trying to get him up out of office and suspend him from office because it was allegations that he uh was doing bribery. They were saying he was unfit for office and they say he abused public trust. So he um he been elected to office three times. And after them three times, he already had several stuff came against him, several accusations come against him. So, uh, as of right now, 
uh, I don't know what the outcome was because I haven't researched and uh, see what the uh, outcome is as it is recording. But today was supposed to be the day when he got uh, when they tried to see if they was going to impeach him or not. Um, I was I was I was also reading about Indianapolis. It's this doctor. Uh, her name Doctor Kate Bernard. I think I said that right. She in trouble with the Indiana board for violating patient privacy laws for talking about performing uh, an abortion on the ten year old rape victim, and they real deal trying to like she want for, she not finna lose her medical license or anything like that. They just it's just a lot of back forth because some people think she did a good thing and some people, you know, think that she wasn't supposed to say nothing and wasn't supposed to do it, and. When it come down to situation like that, when it come down to situation like that, when a young girl get raped or taken advantage of anything like that, and she get pregnant from from that outcome, an abortion, especially that young at ten years old, an abortion is the only outcome that I see. You know what I'm saying? Because she ten, she don't she don't even understand what she what she, what's really even going on. So for that doctor to perform that abortion on her and help her out like that you know what i'm saying i just i don't see nothing wrong with it but um she's still keeping her medical license she got fined three dollars for each violation i mean three thousand dollars um three thousand dollars all together because i think she got three violations and it was a thousand dollars for each violation so um uh, it's crazy how people are real deal vote against Bro, people are real deal vote against helping the kid, helping the baby out in this situation when they been raped and stuff like that. Bro, it, it should it should be a unanimous decision saying that okay, this kid's been raped, this kid is pregnant. We need to do something about this. I understand that people be like that's a life and everything like that, but nah, because you have the folks that's saying this shit, the folks that's real deal saying this shit. They'll have a different perspective and outlook if there was an 18-year-old daughter that was in this situation. I guarantee you that. Everybody that's, 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 uh, that ain't for abortion and everything like that, if there was your 10-year-old daughter that got raped and put in a situation like that, bruh, y'all can't tell me that y'all won't, y'all won't be trying to do everything to like fix that situation. So, uh, what else? I don't know if y'all know what Neuralink is, but Neuralink is a Elon Musk company, and they deal with um, what it is the the brain uh, implant stuff. So, <clears throat> so Neuralink is supposed to be from from what I read and from what Elon Musk said. He said that Neuralink is supposed to be like a an implant. And it's one it's one of the many groups that's like working on linking the nervous system to computers to help treat the brain disorders and the brain injuries and stuff like that. And my whole my whole issue with that type of stuff, bro, is uh with the advancements in AI every day, it ain't no telling what can happen at all. So when you implant something in your brain, the unite uh Neuralink just announced on Twitter the other day. Uh, a couple of days ago, as it is recording, saying that the United States had gave uh had granted them permission to start the trials in people. So now what they finna start doing is start 
finding people to implant this Neuralink device in their brain. So I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you because the FDA ain't said nothing about it. They didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't say if they approved it or not. They was just quiet on the situation. But uh, I can guarantee you this Neuralink thing before even even get to a place where it's stable and good, it's going to harm some people because we're not meant to have stuff implanted on our brain because our brain are already a big supercomputer anyway. So it ain't meant for us to have stuff implanted in our brain. It's ungodly. So, um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not with that. I mean, if you want to, if you want to look, if you want to get that done, and had these folks implant stuff in you and you having problems with your uh neurosystem and all that type of stuff i mean to each his own i'm not i i, I advise people not to do it because it, it's, it's it's gonna be some people especially if first especially that first batch of people that first batch of people that get no trials ran on them it's gonna be something happening whether it's side effects or the worst it's gonna be death so i just advise people not to man to do it that's if you want everybody got their own free will in this country all right let's uh let's talk about this wrestling in this main event this 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 the part where i like the most today uh wwe uh premium live event came on today i watched it from beginning to end and um Wait a minute, before before I even get to that, I want to talk about what I had heard Hulk Hogan say. Hulk Hogan was on the podcast. He was doing it uh, via uh, virtually. And he was like, Hulk Hogan said he never had a retirement match. But I, I could have sworn that that match he had with The Rocket WrestleMania 18 was his retirement match. But I forget that he had, when I, when I was sitting here uh, writing about this stuff and I was thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute, this man I had a match with Shawn Michaels at uh summer slam in 2005 when uh, when hbk was overselling everything uh he was so mad like he was like sean michael was 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 so mad because he didn't want to lose or whatever and hulk hogan was mad because he was overselling but hogan had that match with, with hbk in 05 and he did a little stuff in tna like the la his last couple years being like an actor wrestler so when i think about it he did have a retirement match, but at his age, he only had about eight, nine back surgeries. Um, Hogan, I don't, I don't think he need to do a match like that. You know, Steve Austin just had a match with uh, Kevin Owens last year at WrestleMania, and it was a good match for what it was because Steve, before then, Steve Austin haven't did a full match in years and over and almost twenty. Almost is it been almost twenty years? I know it's been over fifteen. It was like eighteen, nineteen years at that time. It was 19 years because he retired in 2003. So last year made 19 years uh, since he had a four match. And uh, for what it was, it was good because he 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 took bumps. He did suplexes and everything. Like the only part of that match that was kind of wonky when Vince McMahon came out, he tried to do a stunt and, you know, Vince almost ate it. So, you know, it didn't go according to plan. But as far as his actual match with, uh what's his name? Uh Kevin Owens. It was good. But uh I don't think I don't think I don't think Hogan's 
I only only think Steve Austin would even do a match like that because Hogan won't be able to do what he need to do at the level that he need to do with it. But uh, besides all that, besides all that, the most important news today, May 27th, 2023, our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, celebrates his thousand day being world champion. That ain't been done since Hulk Hogan himself was champion in the 80s. Nobody has held a world title in no organization. WWE, AEW, TNA, no wrestling organization for a thousand days in all in almost 40 years. Not Shawn Michaels, Triple H. I think I think Steve, I think Steve Austin The Rock at the at they height. Doing the attitude here, I think the long they don't had titles was like uh no more than six months at a time, but they were champion multiple times. And bruh, today marks a thousand days since Roman Reigns been uh WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, and it ain't been done since since before 40 years and I I'm loving every minute of it because for these last this last past year everybody been wanting this man to lose his title including James I'll I, I go over James House for the Royal Rumble I'll go over James House for Wrestlemania and we watching these main events and he rooting against me instead of trying to be on his tribal chief side he's rooting against me he rooting against me and I'm telling this man I'm like look Roman finna win he like nah, Roman. He like Roman ain't gonna win. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. He too cold, bro. Even last year uh, in November at the Survivor Series, I was telling this man in the Survivor Series of the War Games, I was like, look, the bloodline finna win. Especially when Sammy Zayn's with the bloodline, like look, the bloodline finna win. Just go and acknowledge your tribal chief and just stop making it hard for yourself. He would not acknowledge the tribal chief. What he said was, what he said was. Do it back last year, back in November. He said Roman Reigns win at WrestleMania and keep his title. I don't got no choice but to acknowledge him. I said, All right, I remember that. Fast forward months later, go over his house for WrestleMania, having a good time watching the whole WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania Night 2 main event. Roman Reigns, uh, going against Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. I ain't even like. I thought he was about to lose his title tonight. Cause the way they was building up the um <clears throat> the match and the story around the match. He can't Cody Rose came back to the WWE to um to finish the story, to win the title that his dad at the American uh dream, Dusty Rhodes, never won. Never won a WWE championship throughout his whole career. So it was his job, his 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 dream was to come back to the WWE, win the WWE t- title and, and finish the story. During the match, it was so many times where I thought that Roman was actually done, like one, two, three, but he kicked out. This man, Roman Reigns got to be the master at kicking out at 2.9 seconds, bro, because he always kick out at the very, very last second before that, before that referee hit his hand on that mat for the third second. <clears throat> so, when Roman actually won, when Roman actually won, at WrestleMania and kept the title. The look on, on Jane's face was even more better. There was like the bruh, there was the icing on the cake. There was the chair on top. 
It was perfect. Dang. I was so bro. I was so happy because he took me back to my house. And I didn't want to be in that car ride with him the whole time. Talking about uh listen to that Drake song, talking about some Cody turn me up. I ain't want to hear that at all. But instead, you know what he heard? He took me to the house. He had his daughter, my niece, in the car with him. And the whole ride to my house, his little girl and Jay heard me talking about, I told you since Survivor's here that Roman was going to hold it down and keep the title. And the only thing this man came on saying, he was like, man, I'm, let me hear him get you home. Bro, he couldn't say nothing else. You know why? Because I was right. I love it. I love it. So, at uh, Night of Champions, at Night of Champions today, Seth Rollins became World Heavyweight Champion. He had a match with AJ Styles. He became World Heavyweight Champion for Monday Night Raw. And don't nobody in the company right now besides Seth Rollins, deserve to be World Heavyweight Champion. Because this man done did so much, put on so many, man, he done put on so many five matches over the last past couple of years. And besides Seth Rollins, I don't see who else can possibly be World Champion right now. He deserves to be World Champion right now. And I think he's going to be one of the best champions in a long time, besides I Tribal Chief. But he's going to be one of the, he's going he gonna to be a good champion. Um... What else happened? Oscar, for those who people who watch wrestling, you know who Oscar is. But uh, Bianca Belair, she she lost her title. She been she was WWE Raw Women's Champion for over a year, for over a year straight. And Oscar won today, uh, beat her today by putting the, the mist that the Japanese wrestlers spit in their face, like the green and blue mist. Instead of her spinning it this time, she got it over her fingers and put it in her eyes this time and won like that. And uh. That was a, that was a, that was that was a good match. Um, it really wasn't no bad matches on the on the PLE today, except for um, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia Hart, bro. Natalia, her uncle is Brett Brett the Hitman Hart, bro. Her daddy is Jim Neidhart. Both of them are the are, was part of the Hart Foundation, the Hart Foundation. It ain't no way, Natalia, even though she's been in WWE for over 15 years and she got the most wins out of everybody, uh, over every woman in WWE history, like, because of her career, that don't mean she had the job out like that. Bro, she lost in 68 seconds today. She didn't do nothing to Rhea. Bro, Rhea hit her a couple of times and did the riptide and the match was over with in a minute and eight seconds. I, I had already didn't want to see that match already as it is. Um, yeah, sixty-eight second. That was that was trade. I was like, man, I, I need my minute back. Um, what else? Uh, Gunter and Ali. One thing I can say about Ali, that match was it was better than what I thought it was gonna be because Ali, he kind of a, one of those wrestlers who really ain't found his footing yet and just kind of like. Boo boo, I don't want to say he boo boo. He just he just ain't my cup of tea. But Gunter, he had the Intercontinental title. He had he got the longest modern reign of of Intercontinental title holder, and so long and he and he holding it down. He keeping his title, and that match was. I, if I had to grade that match out of one through five stars, I'd give it like a three and a half because that, it was it was it was a good match. 
But uh, this main event though, this main event with the Bloodline, <clears throat> Roman Reigns, Solo Sakura, his cousin, part of the Bloodline. For those who don't know who Solo Sakura, that's Rikishi's son. I know who I know. A lot of people know who Rikishi is, so that's one of his sons who was with Roman Reigns. Going against uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. This main event was exactly like I thought it was going to be, except for the ending. The main thing I, I loved about this match, they didn't just put on a match. This was fucking theater. This was theater every which way. Because the match first started, Sami Zayn is so loved over there. For the last past five years, the WWE been going to Saudi Arabia. Um, Simmons ain't ever been able to go because he's of Syrian descent, and Syria and uh, Syria and Saudi Arabia they weren't on good terms. But right before the um, the PLE today, Syria and Saudi Arabia relationship got better and they on good terms now. So Simmons ain't was able to come to the country for the first time and perform today, man. The ovation that Sami Zayn got when he came out, man, people, 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 people really did want to see Sami Zayn for years, and it showed today. Um, before the match even started, I think they took like three, four minutes of, them, of people just cheering, like just like they were so loud, just cheering for Sami Zayn, and Roman was playing right into it. And right when I thought the match was finna be over with and win. Roman Reigns gonna spit a referee. Now everybody knows in wrestling, if a referee gets hit, somebody finna do some cheating. So I just knew something was finna happen, but I didn't know. Like it's like I knew, but I didn't know that the Usos, Roman Reigns' cousin, part of the bloodline, they also over Keisha's sons. The Usos will come out and do what they did. They came out to help Roman. They came out to help Roman and their brother. But um, so for some reason, Jimmy he he ain't falling in line. He ain't doing what the tribal chief tell him to do at all. That's why that's why Roman was so mad when they came out. The first thing he said to them when he saw him was like, "Who told y'all to come out here?" I got this, and it got to the point where Roman was shoving them and talking about it ain't no day one, it ain't no bloodline anymore. And he got and Jimmy also kicked him right in the face. Right when that moment happened, the bloodline exploded right in and there. Ain't no more bloodline now. Ain't no more bloodline. Um, his brother Jay was trying to get him to come on, but like you can't be doing this. We better than that. And Jimmy told that man right there and there. I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago, and kicked Roman, kicked Roman in the face again. I was at the house like, bruh. I can't wait for Friday. And then on top of that, what made it worse? Because this is my favorite. This is the part I hated the most out of the whole match. What made it worse is they lost the match. So next Friday, that's coming. Well, this Friday that's coming up. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna play a little Street Fighter before SmackDown come on. Okay, come on this album. And my face is gonna be glued to that TV to see what Roman Reigns finna say and do to the E4 for making him lose the match. Dude, Roman Reigns first time losing 
a match in WWE since 2019. He still haven't been pinned. Roman Reigns haven't been pinned at all since 2019. But this is his first loss since 2019. And it didn't even come from his own doing. They won't make it. They won't, they won't make it worse. But um, yeah, man, like it it was a good, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good PLE overall. Uh, Jay, he was like, it's the best PLE so far of the year. I'm like, nah, cause um, WWE had another PLE earlier when they was in Puerto Rico. I believe, me personally, I believe that was the best one of the year so far because the crowd, the atmosphere, the crowd, the matches. Even though the Tribe Chief, he won there, I believe, like, just the overall experience and how the crowd was and everything, reaction and everything, I just think it's the best uh, uh, PLE for the year. But, uh, yeah, so, we almost we almost through. I'm glad I made it through it. You know what? It's time for this final thought. Um, these past couple of days, have been some of the best days I've had in a long time since recording this first episode and uploading it and seeing people actually listen to it. Because who who would want to listen to what I got to say? You know what I'm saying? I always, I always been the, been the person that talk a lot. Even when I was in school, <clears throat> I recently got in trouble uh, with some people for like reacting with my mouth instead of my brain first but it ain't no serious trouble i just i just love to talk um i uploaded my first episode of this show a couple days ago and and the people who listen to it and download it i appreciate it um i had a conversation with my daddy this morning and um that put me in even more better spirits because I was thinking about my mama and everything. So it, it, it really made that, that conversation I had with my dad uh in the text message, it, it 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 made me feel better. Um I understand when people be like they were scared to do this, they were scared to do that or whatever. Whether it be they be scared of the criticism from other people, from their friends, or they scared to fail. Or uh, some people don't even realize they be scared to do stuff because they scared to be successful. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and I think I, I think I think I'm a victim of all that because it's just not taking me all these years. Like I said last week uh, when I did when I did the show, I've been talking about doing the pod for since 2019. That's going on four years now, and I'm just not starting. So. I understand that. I understand where being scared to fail and being scared of criticisms and being scared to succeed like a whole you bet. But bro, I gotta tell people. Cause it might be somebody who 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 listen to this besides my friends and family. It might be some people who listen to this and going through something like that themselves. They got an idea in their head. They be like, All right, I know what I wanna do. But they scared to take the first step. Man, you got to over like you got to get over that. Because uh if you don't push past it, you're gonna be stagnant, you're gonna be stuck. And, and the next thing you know, it'll have been a man, days, weeks, 
months and years and been on pass by. Like I said, I'm an example of that. Man, you 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 gotta you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself, and it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't it, it ain't gonna be easy for the simple fact. I'm gonna take that back. All right, in today's age, it's almost easy to do everything except for you know hard work like being a doctor or like doing something where you have to get a lot of training in, being a professional fighter. Stuff like that. But when it comes down to content creation or anything that you that you, that you think you want to do, whether it is being a professional fighter or being a doctor, it's hard because you got to put in the work. You got to learn your craft. What makes it easy, bro, is all the stuff we got access to. The internet. I don't even hear anybody talking about going to the library no more. Because you got the library in your phone now. You carry your library with you every single day. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, it's, if you got that, that doubt, that fear or whatever, that you that you scared to do stuff because, like, cause my issue was, I'm like, I, I want to do a podcast. I need to buy this equipment. I need to buy this. I need this to be perfect. Bro, Carl went out there and got all types of microphones and everything. Went out there and did all that. And we still didn't do nothing. I have less than what I had then, and I'm starting now. All I have now is me and my computer. One microphone, it's just me. At first, my original plan was it was gonna be me, Jay, Carl, and uh Chris. It was gonna be in Blake. It was gonna be all of us. Doing podcast, doing different episodes, talking about different things. But now I realize I don't need all that. Look, as it, as I keep doing this podcast, as I keep doing the show, and the audience keeps growing, and the show gets bigger and bigger, then I can invest in getting all that extra stuff because I might not even need it then. Like I'm doing just fine now, but um. I might upgrade a couple things, but you can't, you can't hold, bruh, you can't hold yourself back. You know how folks be like, you can't be cheap with yourself. This That same thing applied to what I'm talking about today. You can't hold yourself back. And I never understood when folks be like, man, if I can do it, you can do it. Bruh, I never understood this shit until I started doing this, until I started doing this podcast. I never understood how simple it is, bro. That concept is so, is so simple, but scary as hell at the same time. So go out there and get it. It's so much money to be made nine day. People be on Facebook every day, all day, scrolling on Facebook every day, all day. You could be putting that energy into making some content or something. And making money from Facebook. I got I got a friend. I ain't gonna put, I ain't gonna say her name, but no, I want to put her business out. But she make videos and put the content on Facebook. You know the Facebook Reels thing, and make plenty of money every month. 
and they're just from Facebook. So it's it's ways you can improve yourself and go after what you want. So that's my final thought for the day. My name is Ken, and uh, I'll see y'all next week on another Nirvana experience. <laughs>